You are listening to the When I Said Yes podcast, where we are simplifying and accelerating your success by helping you find your next yes. Oh yeah, you know what time it is. You are listening to the When I Said Yes podcast, and I'm your host, Daryl Stinson. And today I've got a very special guest with me that's going to help us say yes to building our wealth. That's right. Everyone's favorite topic, more money. And my special guest today is one of my friends and one of my financial advisors and wealth coaches, Stephen Stack. Stephen Stack is a Clemson graduate, forgive him for that. He has a bachelor's degree in industrial engineering, and he's now based in Charlotte, North Carolina as a sales manager with Shell Oil Company. Through discipline, he became a millionaire and 100% debt-free, including his home, by age 32. He did this by living within his means to build a strong investment portfolio through avenues such as real estate and investment funds. In addition, Stephen also does business consulting as well as coaching and personal finance for those in the community and beyond. Through business and financial savvy, he has yielded great results and he credits all of his success to his faith in God. He's been married for nearly 10 years and he has three young children and an amazing wife. In addition to family and work, he serves with the King Movement, which is where he and I met, and as a national board member and Charlotte chapter president. This guy is gifted because he also serves musically as a vocalist and small group leader at Transformation Church in South Carolina. Y'all, if you're ready to build wealth, say yes to listening to this episode. Stay tuned. I first met you at uh, the National King Summit, which is uh, founded by Chris Broussard, and it is um, designed to empower men. And uh, they had their national summit here in Atlanta, and I got invited by Dr. Joseph Bryan and met you there. And um, never going to forget this, man. Uh, you talk about making a first impression. I mean, uh, you know, you can always tell people you're going to connect with just because, I don't know, they got good attitudes a lot of the time. <laughs> like, they're just happy to be where they're at, and they're not trying to jockey for an autograph or whatever. And, and you just had this piece about you. And so you and I just started cho- chopping it up. We were just hanging out. I don't even remember what we said to each other. And then uh, we exchanged contact information and you send me a smiling picture of you just so I could remember the face. <laughs> and I'm just like, this dude is different. And so me being like, okay, I'm sending him one back. So we actually swapped facial or, or selfies. And uh, man, uh, then I saw you at the, uh, uh, the huddle a little later and then we just connected and then now, man, we just like, we real tight. And so, um, you know, I admire uh, your personality, your integrity. I love that you can talk about a subject like money, which tends to be worshipped and not worship it. Right. And it's 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 kind of rare to to find someone who can really help other people build wealth and really not make it about the money either and, and, and keep God first. And so uh, that's what I like about you, man. And so um, you are qualified to teach on this subject. You've got the right heart and you obviously have the mind for it and the results to prove it. So um, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little bit more context into your journey. And let's just talk about how we can say yes to our wealth building legacy. 
Man, well, well, first off, thanks for having me on here. Uh, that's an awesome story that you shared of of swapping the picture. Um, <laughs> that's that's funny, but um, but yeah, no, I'm happy to be here. And just uh, a little bit about me is that uh, I I when I was growing up uh, as a as a young person. I thought a little bit differently. So I would still do a lot of things that my friends would do. I loved playing outside, playing tag or basketball and football and baseball and video games and all different things like that uh, coming up as a kid. But I realized pretty quickly that there were things that I thought about at a young age that a lot of people my age weren't thinking about. So an example would be that we would go on family vacations. And we would stay in a motel. So not a hotel, a motel where you could pull your car up to the door of where you were going to stay. And if you're, you're in your room and you open the door, boom, your car is like right there. You're actually outside. And so I can remember us doing these family vacations and being like, man, you know, I wonder who owns this hotel at the age of eight of just sitting back and saying, okay, like if we're paying, you know, $65 a night or a hundred dollars a night to stay here as a family, I wonder who owns this and how much money do they get from all of this? Because I, I see, I see the folks who are working the reception desk and I see, you know, we got people in housekeeping, they're doing a good job of, making it a nice day, but somebody actually owns this hotel. And I just wonder how much they're making because I don't see them here, but they are making something from it. So that was some of my mindset from an early age of just trying to think about wealth. But then also on the other hand, uh, being brought up in uh, a Christian home where I was inspired by uh, biblical characters like Solomon, mm-hmm. who had an opportunity to ask God for anything. And he asked God for wisdom. Mm-hmm. And because of it, God said, man, I'm going to add all this other stuff to it right? because you asked me for wisdom. right? And so that, that was something that just really imprinted on me from from a young age, and then it just it spun forward of of me having a mentality that says, "Hey, I want to be able to build wealth, right. but I don't want to make wealth my God." Mm-hmm. And so that's 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 how I've uh, gotten here. So were you always on the up and up? Or, and I don't mean like from birth, I just mean like from the moment you made that decision of like, man, I want to build wealth. I want to be wealthy. I don't want, I don't want to have to say no to something because I don't have the money or the credit score to do it. Um, you know, were you in a good financial position or um, were you in crises, right? So I know people, some people start off that journey because they're like, man, I'm in debt. I'm tired of being in debt. I want to be broke anymore. Where were you at when you made that decision? So, so I, I was in a, in a fairly good space is, is what I would say. My, my parents are salt of the earth people. Um, so didn't come from some mega wealth, but on the other hand too, I, I, I wasn't 
starting uh, far behind either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't I didn't start in debt uh, mm-hmm. or behind the eight ball at the beginning. I, I did at least have a firm kind of foundation uh, to to build off of from from my parents talking about things around money. And here's here's what I'll say is that my parents were really savers. Mm-hmm. So they lived within their means. They didn't do a, a whole lot of investing, mm-hmm. but but they were good about at least saving. And for them, investing would be putting money into a certificate of deposit or a bank CD. Right. So they were getting uh, an interest rate as FDIC insured. Uh, but as far as any kind of like true blue investing, if mm-hmm. you're thinking like real estate or the stock market, that wasn't really their thing. Right. Um, so, so yeah, that, that's, that's what I would say. And I saw my dad, I'll, I'll, I'll answer this too. Uh, I saw that my dad, he owned his own business. He was an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, worked hard and, and did a great job with it. And one of the things that always kind of struck me is I'm like, Hey, I love his diligence. And I thank God for him because I have diligence too, because of watching him, but I always would sit back and say, man, I want to be in a space where the money I make works at least as hard as I do, if not Mm. harder Mm. so that I can be quote unquote work optional. Mm. Now, was that just something that just like came to your mind or was it because you started to see people living a different way? Like what, what was it that made you want to go from just like, I just want to be out of debt to like, I want to make my money work harder for me or at least as hard as me. <laughs> like what made you make that shift in your mind? Well, it, it uh, honestly, it was from reading. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I, when I would see things like using a CD, a bank CD, I'm like, wow, this bank is paying me money just for holding the money, like just me putting it in an account, they're going to pay me interest. What other things are out there that I can set money in that will just pay me because I've set money into it. And so I, you know, just began to ask questions and just try to read books and started coming across a lot of different investors, whether real estate or stock market, like a Warren Buffett, if you're thinking you know, uh, stock market type investing that made me say, Hey, where, where, where can I go with this? Mm-hmm. Love it, man. Um, help us out on, um, you know, uh, there's, there's people here that say, man, I, I want my home to be paid off. I want my money to work harder <laughs> than I work. How do I get there? What are some steps that I can take to really uh, accelerate. Um, I hate that word because I don't want to make it seem like get rich quick, but that I can really streamline uh, my wealth building process by learning from what you know. So the the first thing that I would say is if if you've already got the the mindset, which that's that's one of the things I love about you, Daryl, is you you do a lot of focus on mindset. We we can't go further than our thinking. Mm-hmm. So if we already have the mindset there, then what, what I would say is, Hey, what are you, what are you interested in? Like, wh- wh- what are some 
spaces of where you would want to make money. So I'm going to give you an example of what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I like shoes. If, if you follow uh, with that, they'll call these people sneakerheads. Right. You know, they like, they like shoes. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, it's cool to have some, some nice shoes to be able to wear that are cool. Um, but how can I look at this in a way that brings me assets that can produce income for me, can generate wealth for me? Right. And so I would think about an investment like a Nike of, okay, well, I want to have enough money built up to where I can buy the equivalent of the shoes I want and that same amount in stock in that company. Mm-hmm. Just as a, a way to start uh, in, in building uh, assets. Mm-hmm. So you can look at things that you actually use. Um, and, and of course, there's, there's things where you know, I'll do things of financial coaching of helping people. What, what are they looking at with investments to say, okay, this is something I use. Does the, does the company actually have a good business model? And, and, and how do they make money and are they in a good financial position? But at the beginning, I would say, start with things that you already understand and build from there. So maybe if you are a general contractor, maybe you, maybe you want to start looking at things around real estate mm-hmm. because you already have an understanding of how to fix things, how to, how to do the repairs yourself. And maybe you want to start with uh, a rental property or doing a house flip mm-hmm. where where you purchase purchase a property, fix it up and sell it for more right in the acquisition costs and the repairs. So I, I think it's important that we start with what we know, mm-hmm. what we're already familiar with. So it's easy to understand how money is made mm-hmm. and then push to do research in that space and how, how you can make money or find people that are already making money in that area and get connected with them. Mm, that's really good. Really good, man. Um, you know, one of the things that frustrates me uh, is, is when we talk about your, uh, I, I just did a post about this on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it was about your net worth being determined by your network. Right. And they used to always frustrate me when I was more broke. Uh, because I was like, what am I supposed to do? Just go up to rich people and be like, hey, will you be my friend? <laughs> like, <laughs> like how how does one actually change the relationships? And, and, and so I want a, a little bit of how, but but more so of why. Like, like, why is it so important to change your relationships in order to build your wealth? Wow. Yeah. Um, so... There, there's actually a, a passage in scripture that uh, says that bad company corrupts good character. Mm-hmm. And so it really does matter who we're around because they're going to help shape what we think about, what we're talking about, how we view certain things. If, if you have people that are around you that have more of a uh, uh, an investment mindset or an owner mindset or an acquisition type of mindset versus a consumer mindset. Mm-hmm. 
it's going to shape how you think about things mm-hmm. and how you look at them. Okay. So, stop, 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 stop. Come on. You got to talk about that. Cause that, because that is huge. And I remember like, I was kind of like you growing up, like <clears throat> I would think differently than the average person. So I, <clears throat> I wouldn't necessarily think of who owns that. I think for me, I was always interested in how things fit together. So I would be like, how is this thing even operating? Right. Like, like even I remember going to like my first major city and I would look at it and I'd be like, man, you know what? Like who decided like that we were going to put six skyscrapers here and like, why would you need an entire skyscraper in order to run a business? Like what is the mindset of the person that goes in order for me to do the business I need to do in the earth? I need a skyscraper building, not virtual employees, not a couple of satellite locations, but I need literally a giant enterprise in the middle of the city. Like that fascinated me. And, you know, other kids was just, you know, trying to break windows or, or like just look, trying to take pictures with the building, you know, like, and I'm over here thinking about how does this work? And so I always had that, that curious mind. And I would never be able to describe it. And I did read a book or hear somebody speak and they talked about the difference between an owner mentality and a consumer mentality. And I was like, I think like that, like talk about the difference in, in even, even you can even broaden it to say a poverty mentality versus an abundant mentality. What would you say are some, some key phrases or thinking patterns that really can help people elevate that mindset. So, man, you you packed a lot <laughs> into that <laughs> just stretch. Um, man, there's so much that comes to mind when when I think about this, and and I'm I'm the type of person that I try to help give people uh, opportunities to look at things different. So I'm a, I'm gonna tell you a story because I'm, a, I'm okay. I love to be a storyteller. So okay. had had a friend that asked me to help him with some business consulting, just helping him with his business. And so there were some things that I did to ultimately help him pull, pull in a few new clients that he was having some trouble uh, getting, getting their business. And so he said, Hey man, I I know, I know you like shoes, man. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take you to, the premium outlets. So they, they have a Charlotte premium outlet store. Said, I'm, I'm going to take you there to the Nike outlet store and you can pick any shoe you want from the store. And I'm, I'm going to pay for it just out of appreciation for you helping me out. And I told this friend, I said, man, that is, that is awesome. I appreciate that gesture. Here's what I want you to do is instead of buying me a pair of shoes, I want you to buy me some Nike stock that will equate to what you were willing to spend on the shoes. And so we had an agreement there, but he never forgot what I said Mm -hmm. because it gave him a shift to where Instead of thinking about, hey, let me help my friend Steven Stack consume, it was, hey, let me help him acquire. Yes. Love it. To get Love in it. 
asset. Love it. Because Love the, it. the reality is as soon as I wear those shoes, they're going to start depreciating. Right. Because they're, they'll, be, they'll be worn. They won't be brand new. Mm-hmm. And someone's going to pay less than whatever the retail price was for them versus those shares. I've gotten capital appreciation as well as they pay a quarterly dividend as well. Right. Right. And, you know, what would you say just for clarity's sake? Um, because I know sometimes people have different definitions. What would you say is your definition of the difference between an asset and a liability? So in, in its simplest form, an asset is something that has positive worth. That, that, that is the simplest way to put it. And a liability is something that has negative worth. And so to give an example, if, if I have $500 in a bank account, it's worth 500 bucks. So it would be an asset. Um, some would say, okay, if you have a vehicle, it depends on what the numbers are on whether or not it's an asset or a liability. So if I have a car that it's worth $10,000 and I owe $12,000, it's a liability because if I sell it, I get the 10 grand, but then I have to pay the lender 2000 Right. The, the the gap. I have to take my 10 grand, give it to them, plus right. add 2000 to it. Now, if it's still worth $10,000 and I owe $4,000 mm-hmm. on it, now it's an asset because it's worth $6,000 more than, than uh, what, what's owed. Mm-hmm. So that that's a simple, easy way to look at an asset. Right. Is just is it is it worth more than does it have a positive worth? Right, right. So walk us through um, some first steps we should take, considering we've got our mindset right, considering that our mentality has started to shift from a consumer to a owner. Um, and we are living within our means. What would, where would someone start with you? How would the coaching process look like? So the first thing that I always like to look at, and Daryl, you know, this, we, we even did this together. The first Mm -hmm. thing I want to know is what is your actual setup? Like what is your actual financial situation? Mm -hmm. Because if, if, if I don't know that, it's like opening a book and starting midway through the book and then trying to and then trying to determine what's what's going on with the book. Right. And let me just pause here because um, it's important that you, you said something and it, it, you might not catch this if you're not into wealth building yet is the financial situation is not just your budget. Right. Uh, typically, if you know you're just getting started on this journey, you're just thinking about like, I just need to make more money. Right? and pay my bills. And you're only thinking about your budget. But the whole financial situation is, is a more complete picture than that. What benefits do you have? Do you have 401k? Do you have anything in stock? Uh, what are what what debts do you owe? What are your monthly payments? Like, it's just more of a complete picture in terms of your entire financial situation. So I just wanted to pause for those who are at the beginning of this journey 
just to say like, hey, uh, we're not just talking about budget. And there are some things that you can do to start moving forward, even making the same amount of money that you're making right now. Okay, so continue. Right. No, that's that's a good distinction to to make, because depending on where where you stand, the the investment that may need to be made is I really need to tackle this credit card debt that has uh, 30% interest and get a 30% return on those dollars by paying it down. So so that's that's why I say it's important to just at least understand where we're at. But let's let's say that everything's good and well or, or just in a reasonably manageable position because I'm not if if you don't catch anything do do not feel like hey I don't make enough money to invest. Mm. That that is more of that poverty type of mindset to say, oh, well, investing is only for the wealthy. Mm-hmm. No, investing is for everyone. What you're saying is, hey, I'm putting monies aside to build over time. I want it to grow in addition to what I actually put into it myself. So with that being said, yes, I would want to look at someone's situation like what are your work benefits? Do you have a 401k? Does your company do a match? How much is that match? Or hey, if you if you have your own business, are you doing any kind of retirement contributions uh, with within the different uh, allowances that that the IRS has that that one can do? Or do you want to look at something like a Roth IRA, which is after tax money versus a 401k or a traditional IRA is pre-tax money. So there, there's a, a lot of things to consider. And then if we're taking advantage of those things, then also starting to look at, okay, what kind of investing can I do beyond that? Of Okay, I'm in a good space there. Now I want to look at investing in the market, whether it be index funds or mutual funds or using things called ETFs, which are exchange-traded funds, mm-hmm. where you can, you can actually invest by sector. So you can invest in the technology sector, mm-hmm. or the health sector, mm-hmm. or industrials, or, or, or consumer sector. So there, you have that, and then you can walk it all the way to the most direct of individual companies, where you're saying, hey, I want to invest in in this company or, or that company and having an understanding of what you're looking at. And, and, and here's what I would say with all of this stuff on getting started beyond the 401k, beyond like a Roth IRA, is there's a ton of different ways to do that. There's all kinds of platforms. There's commission-free trading, mm-hmm. whether it be from the, the more household names like a TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab, E-Trade, Fidelity, so on and so forth, to some of the newer school folks of, you know, like Robinhood um, or different different uh, entities like that, which just allow you to be able to invest. And whatever you use, pay attention, y'all. Lean in. Mm-hmm. 
it should be SIPC insured, which what that means is that if this brokerage were to go up in flames, that you could transfer whatever your holdings are into another brokerage. Hmm. So if it does not have that, if it doesn't say SIPC, then I wouldn't mess with it. You just saved some people a lot of money (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of heartache. Um, Oh man, man, man. I, I already knew this was going to happen. Like, because I've had coaching sessions with you where it's like, Oh man, this dude knows his stuff. (laughs) And, 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 what I don't want to do is I don't want to continue to unpack this and not give people an opportunity to implement. So I'm going to say, we're going to have to bring you back because what I want people to do right now is number one, everything starts with a decision, right? So are you going to decide to say yes to building your wealth journey? Okay. And the moment you say yes to building that wealth journey, bam, you started the journey. You are in the car driving. (laughs) You are not in park. You are not planning. You are not putting anything in the GPS. You are headed in the right direction. Now you have some guiding principles from Steven. You know, mindset is important. You know, what to look for, you know, to start with something you're already interested in. What a great word of advice. And you have some way to make sure you look at your whole financial situation to start eliminating liabilities, increasing assets. Okay. Um, Two things I want to know from you as we land this plane. Thing number one is book recommendations. Thing number two is how can someone follow you, work with you, and really just, uh, if they connect with you, reach out to you? Let us know those two things. Okay. Um, I would say uh, reading from a, from a book standpoint, almost anything written by Peter Lynch is going to be a, a, a good read for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's, uh, one that I'm, I'm drawing a little bit of a blank of the exact title, but it's something around uh, beating Wall Street or a leg on Wall, a leg up on Wall Street, something like that. But you can look at it. It's Peter Lynch. He's he's the author of the book. Um, if if you want one, it's a little bit more of a drier read, but there's still a lot of good information in it. The Intelligent Investor uh, by Ben Graham. That's a mm. that's a good read. But I'd I'd say start with the Peter Lynch. It'll at least give you some. A, right. a good feel where he he really talks about investing in stuff that you already understand. Um, so that's that's there on reading. As far as following me along, Daryl knows I'm finally on Instagram. <laughs> I, I did it uh, two months ago. Yeah. I, I made a page so you can follow me at Stacking with Stack, and that's S T A C K I N G with stack on on instagram Uh, i share a lot of good encouraging content on there around building wealth holistically so not even just thinking about finances but just overall right in a healthy way uh, of being in a good space um if you wanted to try to catch me by email 
you could just reach out to me at Stephen with a V, S-T-E-V-E-N dot L dot stack right. at gmail.com uh, to get in contact with me. And as far as financial coaching, uh, I run the whole gamut from uh, helping helping make a plan uh, around around your finances, helping with paying off debt, giving a a clear picture of how to do that and also investment education. So at least just getting an understanding of what, what you're looking at. And and I do have people who will ask me for recommendations of, Hey, what am I investing in? So I give my thought process on the investments that I am making and you can do your due diligence. If you, if you agree with it, then I would say, go on ahead and invest, but but I, I speak to the stuff that I'm actually doing. That's good. I love that, man. So I want to encourage you guys to work with Steven. Uh, he's uh, one of the people that is helping me build wealth. Um, and so uh, I, I technically paid him to be on this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. Uh, but uh, man, so thankful for you. Thankful for your heart. You guys reach out to him, follow him on IG. He does post some really transparent, helpful material. He doesn't just talk about good advice. He is talking about stuff that he's doing. I love some of the uh, posts that I've seen where you're like, I talked about this months ago and look what happened. <laughs> like, listen, you know, uh, and so uh, definitely follow him. And, and man, I'm so excited uh, to bring you back for part two. L- now, listen, um, before I bring him back, I need to know from you, what did you put into action? Okay. Did you finally get a clear picture of your financial situation, right? You can't conquer what you're not willing to confront. Uh, you can't fix what you don't, if you don't know what's broken. Um, so have you taken a look at your entire financial situation? Have you, do you have a coach? Have you, have you, looked up somebody like Steven to coach you through this process, to streamline it for you. So you don't make the same mistakes and have to spend years and years learning the information that he's all that he already knows. Okay. I want to know if you don't have a coach, do you have a coach? If you haven't had a budget, do you have a budget? If you don't know your financial situation, do you know your financial situation? If you haven't started investing because you thought it was for the wealthy, you learned today that it's for everybody. Have you started investing? Have you looked at the entire situation of a financial or of a company, looked at their history, look at how they're doing business, look at the moves they're making, the people they have in leadership? Have you looked at it? Or are you just like, I want my two free stocks on Robinhood? Like, where are you at? And then what are you going to do to make some steps forward? Because that's what I want to know. And when I hear some feedback from you, me and Steven will book our next date to come back and he will take you into phase two of your financial wealth building journey. All right. So until next time, I love you guys. Let's go do this together. You are listening to the When I Said Yes podcast, where we are simplifying and accelerating your success by helping you find your next yes. 